Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal, presented by 910 Coastal Barbecue. Stay smoking. We have finally made it to week zero. I'm your host, Marcus Bullock. I'm here with my co-host, Brett Galt, and we are here to give you what you've been waiting all summer for. We have week zero locks. Brett, how are we feeling? We're feeling good. Football is back, baby. As, as we were talking about earlier, it's not the most appetizing schedule this weekend, but it gives us a little, little glimpse into just kind of any kind of college football for it. The, the week one that we like the best. It really I'm feels excited. like December 23rd to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it's a, it, it's a great day. I mean, like, a, like you said, no matter what we have college football this weekend, right? I mean, it's, it's not like there's crazy, amazing games, but honestly, there's not crazy, amazing games week one either. So we're just hoping, we're just happy to have it back. Yep, so this will be a run of 14 straight weeks and then a little break for a bowl season, and then we're going to be right back into it. But there will be a lot of podcasting, a lot of content, a lot of great guests coming to you, and a lot of good stuff from 910 Coastal Barbecue as well. So if you have not already, go over to their Instagram page, 910CoastalBBQ, and get geared up for football season. You know, they're going to have flat top action, smoker action, charcoal action, anything you want. So any device that you have at home for which you grill on, you know, they're going to have what you need, recipes. You can contact them personally. They'll put stuff together for you, which, I mean, for free value for great food, you can't beat that at all. I know um, I, I've sent a couple inquiries to them already, so I'm waiting for them to get back to me. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to see what they got in store this uh, this year. It's going to be, I mean, they always pump out good food, but we're another year especially excited to see what they're going to cook up this year. Yep, and mainly for you tailgaters, you know, how – how it's better to impress your tailgate neighbors and to just be coming with recipes that no one's ever heard of or have never tried in a specific way. So definitely go over to the Instagrams, 910CoastalBBQ, and give them a like and follow. And, you know, just stay prepared for what they have coming and reach out to them if you can. So, Brett, week zero is here when totals are in the past. We started out with ACC and Big Ten. Then we moved over to the Big 12 and SEC. And last week, um, not one Coastal barbecue founder, Chase Severino. He joined us for Pac-12 in the group of six plus Notre Dame win totals. All of that is in the past. We are here to make money. We are here to have great records. And I cannot wait. Probably the biggest game of the weekend involving the biggest team includes Notre Dame and Navy across the pond in Ireland. Brett, we know you're a big golfer. Have you ever been to Ireland? No, I have not. The only, the only place I've been out of the country was Barcelona, and that was just this past year. So I, I honestly just got my passport in January. So I uh, I haven't been traveling the world, but it is, uh, you know what, one of the reasons I want to go to Ireland, I want to play some golf in Ireland. That, you want to shoot a 110? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, who cares what you shoot as long as you're in Ireland playing golf? Uh, absolutely. It's like when we went to Pinehurst a couple years ago, I said nothing is going to ruin this walk. And even a exactly. 115. I had a great time with the 115. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's good shooting. But, yeah, this uh, this game was originally, I think, supposed to be played during 2020. And then we all know what happened in 2020. So it uh, it got moved back to 2023. But, yeah, it should be a, a – it's a good way to start off kind of the um, kind of call, the college football season. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. So let's go ahead and jump into the content. So 
Notre Dame, Navy. It looks like the line opened up, Notre Dame being a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. There's been a one-point shift down in Notre Dame's direction, or excuse me, in Navy's direction. So Notre Dame is now a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. What are your overall thoughts? I know last week we talked about Sam Hartman, how Notre Dame is probably going to look a little bit better on offense. We know what Navy does with the triple option. Um, new coach this year. But we do know what to expect. So what's your take on Notre Dame, Navy, and throughout any plays that you have? Yeah, I think uh, the you kind of said it. The main thing for me is seeing how Sam Hartman plays. Um, it's going to be a totally different system than what he was used to at Wake Forest. But, I mean, he's a very veteran guy. I think this is, what, fifth, sixth year in college football. So I think it's going to be an easy transition for him. I don't think he's going to really have to do too much. But because Notre Dame has a good defense, I think they'll be able to stop the Navy. I think they'll be able to stop Navy. But I, I like Notre Dame here at the 20 and a half. Um, I, I think Hartman doesn't show us too much, but shows us enough to, to show that kind of Notre Dame is going to be maybe a force to be reckoned with this year. I agree for every reason you said. No further explanation needed. The only thing I will add, I think that Notre Dame knows if with their tough schedule this year, if they want to sniff the playoff and they somehow pull out some games, which I personally don't think they can, I think they're going to have to blitz teams, run up the score. Sam Hartman's capable of doing it first game out. I wouldn't be shocked if they won this game by 30, 35 points. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, like you said, the schedule is brutal. I mean, they got some tough games this year, so they're, they're going to have to get it off to a good start offensively. Yep, and the over-under for that game is sitting at 49 and a half. Um, no good read there. I can really see a final score being around 35 to 10. Um, so I guess that would key on under. Not going to play it, but I am confident that Notre Dame will beat Navy by several, several touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board as well. I like Notre Dame here in the spot. Okay, and also does 910 Coastal Barbecue. So we're going to party that one to the club at night. Um, we're going to go clean sweep. Irish lay the 20 and a hook looking to cover there. The next big game that we have, the Commodores, who you doubted last year. Are I you going to do it again? No, I'm on the Clark bandwagon. I think he's doing a heck of a job as head coach right now. Um, I, I think, I mean, they, they overachieved last year. Not only did they win some games, but they won a couple of SEC games. I think they beat our boy uh, Joel's Florida team, if I if I remember correctly, and they also that got uh, they also got Kentucky in there as well. So, couple a uh, couple SEC wins. The schedule is a little tough this year, but I, I mean I, I can see them. Um, I, I can see them starting off pretty. Uh, they they have a chance to start off four and zero. They have a couple uh, a few easy games at the beginning, and then they have to go to Wake Forest, which. Wake Forest might be interesting because they don't have Hartman anymore. Um, Hawaii is just not that good. They crushed Hawaii last year, which I did not think they were going to. Um, so I know they're a, what, 17.5-point favorite. They're playing at home. I like Vanderbilt in this position. Yep, let's run it back. I took Vandy last year. I'm going to take them again. I have no reason to doubt that they will be worse, if anything. I think that they will be better, and Hawaii maintained par for the course. Yeah, Clark Lee, let, let's do it. Um, riding with Vandy again, they did me well last year. The 
over under sitting at 55 in a hook. I don't have a really good read um, just because I think Vandy could get up early and kind of call off the dogs. But like you said, they have Wake Forest coming up. They may not want to show too much. I don't know if Hawaii is going to be able to score, like even on the twos in the SEC. It may just be a big talent gap. So staying away from the total, but I am playing the 17 and a half laying with Vandy. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Excited to do that one. So, Brett, we have mirroring cards right now. Um, let's go to the last big team, and then the board will be open for you. So, on the Pac-12 network, which nobody has and no one will be able to watch, um, Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner, returns for the USC Trojans. They are taking on the Aztecs of San Jose State. Brett, any play here? I, I the the main thing I'm interested in here is is how is USC's defense going to be? Because San Jose State has some ball players. Um, we know that. USC's defense was absolutely awful last year. They were definitely below average. If they can just be average this year, then I think they um, they take a big step. We know Caleb Williams and the offense will still be humming. Um, the, the the line of thirty and a half though, it's a it's a big line. I mean, if I'm being completely honest with you, I maybe you can convince me. I, I'm interested to hear where where you are on this. That the, the 30 and a half is no joke of a line. So probably not going where you think I'm going. I'm playing San Jose State uh, plus 30 and a hook. The yeah. reason being, what's the first thing you mentioned? USC's defense, and we talked about this again, um, I think in the ACC like win total episode, we talked about who else has a great offense but horrible defense, and we mentioned Chapel Hill or like the reverse Iowa effect, and you said USC. Their defense was awful last year. If anything, I think Caleb Williams plays for two and a half, three quarters. They may get a good cushion. And then San Jose State may blitz USC's twos, especially on the defensive side. Because yeah. if their first string isn't good, I'm not really expecting much from their second team. And yeah, a lot of points. Again, USC may not want to show too much, but I am kind of feeling the game plan. You know, get Caleb his five touchdowns, whatever, get him out, and let's cruise. I think 30 and a half is a lot, especially for San Jose, San Jose State team that we both think can put up a little bit more than, yeah. you know, a normal G16. Well, that, that's what that's what I'm kind of thinking. I mean, and listen, I, I know Lincoln Riley went to the portal. They got a lot of uh, good guys in the portal this year to kind of beef up that defense. But, yeah, I mean, 30 and a half is a bit. I mean, I can, I can see this as like a 41-17 kind of game, yeah. like around a 24-point kind of margin. So that that's why the thirty and a half. It, I might I might go with you on this one because it, it's just it, the thirty and a half seems like a big number. I'd love to start seven and zero, oh, including nine one on Coastal Barbecue's pick. Yeah, go 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 ahead and put me to um, San Jose to cover because San Jose's they're not a bad team either. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're not a bad football team. Lincoln again, like you said, he hit the portal. He hit it good. But we good. don't know how good in this defense. Yeah, they collapsed last year. The, the and, defense is still a question mark for me. I mean, they the only thing that kept them in games is they got a lot of takeaways last year, and, and that's not sustainable year no, over it's year. Not. No, it's not. And but that's what kept them in it last year. And it, I mean, if they didn't get those takeaways last year, then who knows what would have happened? I mean, they dropped two games to Utah. I mean, yeah, it would have been a lot worse. Lincoln, 
again, he wouldn't be on hot seat, but I mean, with the Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, he will have to put up 60 points. I really think USC will have to put up high 50s to cover this number. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree. And then the defense will have to play decent as well. Like they can't give up over twenty. Yeah, which which we know is hard. So Brett, those are my three plays. We can scan over the rest of the card. We have UTEP, Jacksonville State, UMass, New Mexico State. Any of those you see anything in those two games that are calls for concern? No. Maybe I, an edge. I mean, I, I think the main I think the main games that we're going with here are the kind of the ones that we picked, honestly. Uh, I mean, Ohio San Diego State might not be bad at the 7 p.m. slot. That, that's yeah. probably going to be one of the better games to watch as well. But other than that, and, I mean, FIU Louisiana Tech might not be bad that night either. But other than that, who's Florida International? And we have Louisiana Tech and Florida International in Ruston. Who's their um, quarterback? For FIU, I feel like I just looked this up though. FIU's but, quarterback, Grayson James. Yeah. Where did I think he he was middle of the road last year? Eleven touchdowns, eleven interceptions, two thousand yards, just about. No, I was thinking of FAU. That's where Casey Thompson. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's where he went. Absolutely, you were right there. But I mean, do you have any plays on any of those? No, I think for a week zero slate, this is a pretty good representation of what we think. Yeah. Again, not a lot of great games, but there definitely is some action. And, dude, I, I couldn't be happier to be at week zero right now. Um, looking forward next weekend. It's going to be great. Charlotte, Uptown is going to be a great atmosphere all over the city. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, these three plays, the, the cards may be tripled next week. There's so much action. Yeah, the, the, there is – like, like I said, week one, it's it's got it doesn't have a lot of great games. There's not some bad like Florida and Utah will be interesting. Which, by the way, I've heard Utah. I heard Cam Rising might not even play because he's injured still. Yeah, leg injury. Yeah, so that's interesting. I'm also interested to get your thoughts on Bama not uh, naming a quarterback yet, and Ohio State also not naming a quarterback. Will we see a few quarterbacks in their first games? Because we know Bama plays Texas that week too. Yeah, so. I, I fully expect Ryan Day to play two quarterbacks. And if three play for Alabama in week one, I also wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I think Milrose is probably going to get the nod at Bama. But I think they just had a scrimmage a couple of weeks ago. And um, my uncle, he's a huge Bama fan. He graduated from Bama. He's from Birmingham. Um, he picked me up from the airport when we got back from Disney, and I was asking him how he thinks the team's going to be. And he said that the team will be good. I told him that, you know, me and you, we took the under because it's just a lot of traffic for two games yeah. or for to, to hit over 10 and a half. So let's say go undefeated or lose one. He agreed, but um, he was not confident. He said he'd have to go look at the scrimmage and then get back to me. So I need to follow up with him. But yeah, week one, dude, it's, it's coming close. I do love the cards this week. They are mirrors of each other. So <laughs> I think we just need to start out a whole 7-0 and with 9-0 Colson Barbecue. We can go ahead and recap. So everybody is on Notre Dame laying 20 and a hook in Ireland against Navy. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. Yeah, it's a party, it's a party. 
And then Brett and myself, we are on Vandy Land 17 and a hook, looking for the Commodores to win big there. And then San Jose State to keep it within 30 and a half points against USC, knowing that that wholly faulty defense, probably some improvement, but maybe not that much improvement. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's the, that's the biggest game to kind of keep an eye on and we can't even watch it. So really, it's kind of like Pac-12's FU to basically the whole league falling apart, you know? Can't, let's throw it on the Pac-12 network so nobody can actually watch it. <laughs> that TV deal couldn't get worse, could it? It's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's, I, really, you just want to watch it because of Caleb Williams, too. I mean, he's... He's a big reason of why you want to watch them play, and you can't even do that. So I guess we'll be just focused on Notre Dame and Navy and then Hawaii and Vanderbilt. But I, I think Notre Dame Navy is very interesting because, like I said, just new faces on the side of Notre Dame and just the tough schedule that they have. And, yeah, I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure the atmosphere in Ireland will be pretty cool too. Yep, I agree. Well, thank you for now on Coastal Barbecue for keeping the lights on. Thank you, Brett, for giving me 15 minutes of your time this evening. We're going to let young Dolph take us off, and we will be talking in the group chat this weekend. All right, I'll see you, Brett. All right, see you, man. Motherfucking nutter. We trapped together, then that's my motherfucking brother. I pay your bills and bad designs.